0: Hey everyone, it's Dr. Sam, and I want to welcome you to another iClarity podcast. We are at Podcast 108, and uh, have a very special show today, which I'll get to in a minute. Uh, Just a brief announcement that uh, I'm going to be offering my Vision Sanctuary Retreat, November 13th through the 15th. It's coming up in a couple of weeks, and this is an opportunity for you to spend three days with me and go really uh, more deeply into healing your eyes and vision, learning about aromatherapy, uh, color therapy. And uh, we're going to be doing uh, some some processes that I normally don't get to do uh, in my one-hour classes or even in my private sessions. So if you're interested, you can actually sign up on my website, drsamburn.com. And if you click on classes, uh, that will take you to the portal to uh, register. The cost is $222 and you will receive a discount on all my, uh, web store products. I believe it's a 20% discount and you also will have access to the recordings 24 seven for 60 days. So, um. I hope you take advantage of it. We had a fabulous retreat in July, and uh, I know people are really into it. Our classes have been uh, have been really interesting. That's the feedback I've been getting. Okay, so now to today's show. This is actually a rebroadcast of a podcast that uh, I was interviewed on. The title of the show is called "The Matter of the Heart." And the host is Carol Olivia Adams, and she interviews me about the power of the eyes. So we talk about physical, emotional, spiritual aspects of eyes and vision. Uh, Very interesting show. So I thought I'd bring it to you in audio form. You can also uh, see the interview on my Facebook, Instagram, YouTube platforms if you want to do that. So, anyways, folks, uh, I hope you enjoy the show.
1: Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Matter of the Heart, where we bring you heartfelt, educational, and positive stories all to elevate your spirit. I'm your host, Carol, and um, always thank you so much for listening to The Mat of the Heart. And you can check out the website, www.themattoftheheart.com. And the guest for the show is Dr. Sam Byrne. And Dr. Sam Byrne has been a holistic eye practitioner in the beautiful state of uh, New Mexico for over 30 years. He treats the body as an integrated system using a diverse variety of disciplines. And some of the disciplines are vision therapy, child development, meditation, traumatic brain injury, somatic continuing movement, essential oils, cranial sacral therapy. And dolphin assisted uh, therapy in different areas uh, of the world. and you can check out his website on the website. One of his the show about dolphin assisted therapy very fascinating, really fascinating. So we're going to talk about the power of the eyes. and um, and I think we're all, I hope, be, becoming more conscious of the eyes because we all walk around with masks for, for protection and protection of ourselves, certainly protection of others. But what's happening now is the eyes are becoming much more the focus, I think actually for expression, because before the mouth would say something, you know, but the eyes now are becoming extremely visible, obviously, um, much more focused with the face. So I'm going to read a Shakespeare quote. The eyes are the window to the world or to the soul. So welcome to the show, Dr. Byrne.
0: Thank you, Carol, for inviting me. It's good to be back.
1: (laughs) Anytime, anytime. So when I say the power of the eyes, what comes to uh, focus in your mind?
0: Well, what comes to focus is uh, light. And that light is the food that our eyes need in order to be able to see. And the more light we can take in, the more radiant we become. And it's an, an expression of our heart. It's an expression of our creativity. And a lot of eye problems begin because we are not absorbing the light as we should.
1: Okay. And what could be, uh, what could create that? In other words, uh, what is what the obstacles, drama, trauma?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trauma, uh, toxicities in the body,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, stress and, uh, habits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we get very flatlined in how we see the world. We're told by the conventional eye doctors that our eyes are only going to get worse. They go in one direction, they get worse and there's nothing you can do except drugs and surgery. So you buy into that and it creates fear. It creates hopelessness and uh, you begin to shut down. And on a physiological level, the retina, which is the place where the photoreceptors live that capture the light they begin to get desensitized from light and this shuts our vision down now we could go into more specific reasons you know what we eat what we think uh how much time we spend on on the screen uh but but basically we are told something that's a myth that our eyes can only get worse and then we have to live out our eye diagnosis, whether it's cataracts, macular degeneration, glaucoma, or just deteriorating eyesight. And in my practice, uh, I have patients in their seventies and eighties that are improving, getting better, reversing cataracts, glaucoma, macular degeneration, reducing the need for glasses, passing their driver's test at 86. So, um, uh, I'm presenting a whole new paradigm on how to get better, how to improve.
1: I'm curious with that, um, as far as the air quality, does that affect the health of the eyes?
0: Well, you know, uh, it's funny you bring that up because I was giving a telehealth session today with Mm -hmm. somebody from uh, Colorado and there's some pretty bad fires in Northern Colorado right right now. And she, you know, my eyesight is not as good today. So the eyes need oxygenation
2: Mm -hmm. in order
0: to see. And so when we have smoke, whether we're in California, Arizona, uh, Colorado, New Mexico, this is going to create a starvation of the oxygen into the eyes and it's going to reduce our eyesight. And on the other hand, on the, on top of that, when we're exposed to smoke like this, our eyes dry out and they burn, they itch, Mm -hmm. they turn red. Mm -hmm. And so it amplifies already what we may be going through. If on an endocrine level, our thyroid is low or our adrenals are not working properly, Uh, things that cause dryness to begin with. And then we put the smoke on top of it. Yes, uh, this is going to create uh, deterioration and also a lot of dryness.
1: A lot of dryness. All right. So what can, um, what tips would you like to tell the listener?
0: Yeah. So number one, Mm -hmm. we want to make sure we're getting healthy fats and oils into our diet, especially Mm -hmm. the omega-3 family. Mm -hmm. There have been definitive studies that show that when we, um, take in more omega-3, Uh, we have less dry eye. For the gals out there, estrogen levels, if we have too high or too low estrogen levels, that can contribute to dry eye. Thyroid. So getting your thyroid checked, making sure your thyroid is working properly because that can create dry eye. Um, Being more proactive. So that means using eye drops that are natural and healthy. Most of the eye drops in the pharmacy, actually dry your eyes out more and they make your eyes more red. Now, a few years ago, I came up with a very special therapeutic eye drop called MSM Mm -hmm. and your listeners probably know MSM on a systemic level because it actually helps reduce pain, arthritis. It's a sulfur molecule. And sulfur is the third leading trace mineral in our body. Well, I created an MSM eye drop that is soothing, moisturizing, hydrating, and so using MSM drops, um, you can even use um, my technique called the eye massage with the MSM.
2: Mm-hmm. When you
0: start massaging your eyelids, this is the place where the, the glands live that produce the tears. So making sure you're, uh, you're reducing inflammation in the eyelids. If you're doing screen time, make sure you protect your eyes from the blue light. Blue light can dry your eyes out from all the screens, LEDs. So I've created something called blue blocking filters, which block the damaging blue light and will refresh and rejuvenate your eyes. Make sure you're eating the rainbow diet, okay? The vegetables and fruits that make up the reds, the oranges, the yellows, the greens, specifically the carotenoids, lutein, zeaxanthin, and astaxanthin are really important the macula health so you want to make sure you're getting those either in a vitamin or through healthy foods and last but not least my eye exercises are excellent for uh, hydrating and Mm -hmm. bringing more moisture to the eyes by increasing the circulation and blood flow Mm -hmm. Um, so there there are several things that you can do to reduce dryness and there's some so much out there, mm-hmm. great stuff.
1: Well, that would be a great video that if you could show people next time, um, your uh, eye exercises.
0: Well, actually, if you go to my website, okay, my exercises are all up there. They're free. They're all ninety okay. day programs. So, let's say you have dry eye. You click on dry eye. You come to the ninety day eye exercise
2: mm-hmm. protocol. Right. It's already there.
0: You just. And if there's no, it's free, it's all there. So depending if you have macular degeneration, click on mm-hmm. that. If you've got myopia, astigmatism. Mm-hmm. So that's, I've created that so that people have access because most people that contact me are so frustrated with their eye doctors, they feel bullied, mm-hmm. invalidated when they, when they say, is there anything I can do doctor? And the doctor mm-hmm. says, no, nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, what if I change my diet? Mm-hmm. No nothing Mm -hmm. surgery people are frustrated with this they don't they know they're they they find it in naturopathic medicine and acupuncture Mm -hmm. in spiritual healing meditation why not the eyes Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so that's my job to to put out the information Mm -hmm. so that they can they can heal their eyes Mm
1: -hmm. physical emotional spiritual Mm. so on uh, uh on the physical uh can it actually increase eyesight
0: Of course, of -hmm. course, you can increase eyesight. Um, You know, when you get a prescription from the doctor, you're destined to have the the, the eyes get worse. Mm -hmm. When you start doing exercises on the eyes, you're creating new neuropathways in the brain. Mm -hmm. And if you do these over a short period of time, you're going to build more visual awareness, Mm -hmm. better circulation, less stress. And so the glasses that he gave you aren't going to work anymore because they're too strong
2: Mm.
0: and most definitely you can improve your eyesight Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. at any age. Age is not a a determinant. So Mm -hmm. I think that I, I, I have seen it thousands of times in my practice. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. You know, that makes sense because you go to a doctor's office and he gives you, um, if you're seventy you know, then he, now all of a sudden you're 20 on and it's also psychological,
0: you know? Yeah. I mean, you, you feel hopeless because right. you walk out of there and what does he say? You know, right. we'll watch it get worse. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's nothing you, you can do. And, right. um, you know, like any other part of the body, I, I follow you. And, and you have people on all the time you heal this part of the body, that part of the body. Mm -hmm. I never hear the eyes. Right, I've seen it. That's why I've devoted my career to it.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yes. I I can, can, uh, I can picture that Dr. Byrne, they leave the office, the doctor's office, they have prescriptions and it's kind of like a fix, you know, like a temporary Fix. fix, you know, for the eyes rather than investing in the cure or the treatment they, and I underline that word treatment of the eyes. Uh, yes.
0: Well, it's, it's the, uh, fix it model, which is the allopathic model right. or the wellness model, which is, well, let's find the cause, treat that. And then the symptoms are going to go away and there's going to be a rejuvenation. Right. You know, the eyes, origi- the eyes originate from the brain very early in utero. So every tissue of the eye is from the brain. Now we know in brain research, there's neuroplasticity, creating new pathways, regenerating. Neuroscientists are proving this. So the eyes are part of the brain. They come into that neuro neuroplasticity picture. And, uh, but you have to be invested in healing instead of being, you know, into the drugs and the surgery. And, you know, the drugs and surgery do have their place. Mm-hmm. I'm not against it. Some people do need cataract surgery, mm-hmm. but you know, you can still do uh, proactive things to preserve your eyes as you get older.
1: Mm-hmm. Now trauma or an emotional situation you know, I'm thinking, you know, the, we not do, we don't think about the eyes, you know, we think that, okay, the body goes into shock, the mu- muscular, the neurological, everything gets stuck. It's it, going on and on in the brain and the heart. What happens to the eyes with a trauma?
0: They freeze their perceptions. Right. freeze. The right. muscles get rattled. So mm-hmm. you lose your balance. You lose your memory. Mm-hmm. You see double. I get several emails a week from people who say, I have double vision and hmm. I know it's from emotional trauma. Hmm. And I went to my doctor and he said, put it out of your head. That's malarkey. Right. Well, um, I developed programs in some of the hospitals in Philadelphia when I used to practice there, it was the outpatient, uh, clinics.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
0: worked with people in rehabilitation
2: mm-hmm.
0: in traumatic brain injury and developed different protocols to help people who have trauma, whether it's physical or emotional.
2: Mm -hmm. And
0: emotional trauma uh, creates a paralysis in our Mm -hmm. consciousness, our body and mind. Yeah, you know know this. So our perceptions Mm -hmm. get frozen, locked down. Mm -hmm. So the eye therapy, and I also use something called color therapy, which helps release trauma. When you look at different colors, it actually can expand your vision.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and heal your traumas. Mm-hmm. Uh, craniosacral therapy, uh, different kinds of movement, nutrition, essential oils, all of these things can um, reverse and heal trauma. Mm. So um, mm. again, you have, to, you have to make the connection. Right. Uh, and this is people have, I'm glad you brought it up because most people don't even think about their eyes when they've had a trauma. But it affects the soft tissue of the eye muscles, mm-hmm. the eye tissue, mm-hmm. and we absorb it, shock,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and there it is. So, a regular eye doctor is only testing eyesight at 20 feet in your physical eye health. He's not going to go into
1: DJF trauma. No way. Mm-hmm. No way. Mechanical, statistical, mechanical. Yeah. Right. Yeah, eyeball. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. You got it. I- yeah, I remember once going to a, a while ago, a doctor that when I was more into painting and I said, well, do the colors when I paint help the eyes? And of course, he said, no, I shouldn't say of course, but he said no. But now that you're mentioning it, I'm sure colors have energy, they have healing properties. Um, of uh, right. I mean, do you want to give us some insight and uh, depth of the colors?
0: Well, let's, let's first go back to the Egyptians, the Romans, the Greeks, they, Mm -hmm. they would dial the color out of their third eye Mm
2: -hmm.
0: in the pyramids. And you would get the color, you the vibration that you need to balance your chakras, to balance your energy. So the way I use color therapy is I give people the rainbow. I give them all the colors Mm -hmm. of the visible spectrum, Mm
2: -hmm. some
0: colors, they don't like some colors. They do the red end of the spectrum, red, orange, yellow, is more stimulating, Mm -hmm. more for chronic conditions, Mm -hmm. then the green, blue, indigo, violet is more for pain, edema, trauma. Um, So depending on where they haven't absorbed the frequencies or the vibrations by giving them the colors through the eyes Mm -hmm. and 25% of the pathways in the eyes are non-visual. They go to the endocrine, the hypothalamus, the pineal, the pituitary. When you think about looking at color into the eyes, the, the blood vessels receive that energy and it's transported throughout the entire body it takes about 40 minutes. So you're raising your frequency or vibration
2: mm-hmm. when
0: you start looking at light and color. Mm-hmm. So it, as I said at the top, most people can't absorb color anymore because of trauma or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The more you're able to re- absorb it, that's a reflection of your radiance. know in some of the research that i've done i have a an instrument that actually measures the biofield the energy fields the chakras and the acupuncture meridians i did research on when people do color therapy their energy fields increase you could see it in the pictures Mm -hmm. before and after Mm -hmm. and this of course is talking about quantum field quantum Mm -hmm. energy Mm -hmm. and um, you know the eyes are are one of the main sources of getting light into the body. Of course, you can get it through your skin as well, Mm
2: -hmm. but
0: our energy fields are the bank account for our physical energy, for our physical health.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And, um, we're made of photons. Mm
2: -hmm. Fritz
0: Mm -hmm. Albert Popp, the famous physicist in his research said, we are made of photonic energy. Mm -hmm. So when I measure people's energy fields, I can actually see the dissonance in the field, and then Mm -hmm. give them the proper prescription through their Mm -hmm. eyes, through color to open up the biofield again, to balance the chakras. Mm.
2: Um,
0: So we're talking about future medicine. Now we're talking about energy medicine Mm -hmm. and color therapy fits into that.
1: Mm. You know, when you mentioned about the, um, Egyptian color uh, civilization, I can still picture uh, the eyes of women that really um emphasized in the pictures the eyes <laughs> you know when they use the cold the, the that um pencil they I'm thinking maybe they looked at the eyes in a spiritual way do they look at it, the eyes in a spiritual way as well
0: right so i mean i think i look at the eyes in a spiritual way somebody comes in right and though they have a physical problem right um if i may ask them what's your biggest spiritual challenge It's in the eyes. Mm -hmm. And if we go to the Bible, when thine eyes see single, the body's full of light. And um, so if we just cut to the chase, I know this makes my medical uh, colleagues very nervous when I talk about the spiritual aspect of seeing, but it's our soul. It's Mm -hmm. It's directly to what's going on in the soul. And here we have a way to heal it through physical, through color, through sound. Um, so yeah, exactly. And I think in those cultures, Mm -hmm. um, they were looking at the spiritual imbalance and using frequency to balance it out. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. We, I could probably, you could probably name a condition Mm -hmm. and I could give you the spiritual, uh, problem that a person is having based on the
1: diagnosis. Well,
0: that's interesting. How about giving us an example? So let's say glaucoma. So glaucoma right. is a shutdown of the seventh chakra.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: a, it's a, although it's a vascular problem on a physical level. Right. It's really a lack of connection to the greater source.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And what happens is our nerve, our optic nerve gets damaged. That's our, that's our deepest connection into the brain.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: at some point, um, our chakras sixth and seventh are mm. not um, activated.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's
0: showing up on physical level as a pressure problem. Mm. I have too much pressure in the eye. Mm-hmm. Well, if you open up your upper chakras, right. then you open up and you reduce the pressure. Let's look at macular degeneration. A lot of people suffering that, losing the central theme of their life. They're usually older, they're mm-hmm. retired,
2: mm-hmm.
0: maybe afraid of losing their independence because, Macular degeneration is about, I can't see the detail anymore.
2: Mm. Okay,
0: I can't, mm-hmm. right? I can't, mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going in that uh, uh, object.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: it forces them into the peripheral, which is more of their intuitive, more of their creative vision. Mm-hmm. So if they spent their whole life in the macular world of details and objects,
2: mm-hmm. and now
0: they, their macula is worn out, Okay. Cataracts. There's another one. So a cataract is when we're blocking obstacles. We're creating obstacles. I don't want to see it. So I'm going to, I'm going to dig in my heels and Mm -hmm. block it to the point where I'm actually changing the lens Mm -hmm. and making it opacify. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. So it
0: becomes dense. Mm -hmm. And then, right. Mm -hmm. I take it out, but I still have the same attitude of, I don't want to see it.
1: Well, that's fascinating. You
0: know, there's like, no, that's yeah, how. so there, there's all spiritual right. reason why the physical is mm-hmm. letting you
1: down. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, I remember in an interview, um, they were talking about um, symphony conductors, the way they move their hands, you know, as a conductor, they tend to live longer. Now, I don't know the exact research on that. So I'm wondering, are there certain professions where they... Um, you know where the they might live longer. Is there such a thing as that?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I I think that if you look at right the, um, the jobs today, right, you know, we're all in screen time way too much, right. Um, and I think this is where we have to balance it out with going into nature more. I know for me, I'm needing to spend even more time in nature and work less. Mm-hmm. because of all this you know the digital branding and social media and stuff i'm doing um that i think that you know if you can choose something in a more creative uh soul feeding field mm-hmm. i think you're going to keep your eyes longer than if you were, you know doing the same repetitive vision task day after day
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know the industrial revolution put us in that and it's made things very mechanical and repetitive. Our thinking, our moving, our posture goes into that. And this is another uh, work that I do called Continuum Movement. All right. So Continuum Movement is a somatic practice It was invented by Emily Conrad, uh, who was a somatic pioneer in, in LA. And her thesis is that if we do spiral wave and pulsating movements and we add sound to it, we reclaim the fluid in our body. And since we're 70% fluid, aging occurs when we dry out, you talked about that at the beginning, Mm -hmm. when we make repetitive, the same movements over and over, our bodies are going to dry out. Mm -hmm. But if we start slowing down our movement, if we start doing spiral movements, wave motion, and we add sound different sounds actually activate different parts of the body, Mm -hmm. we can regenerate and uh, get more fluidity in our consciousness and i bring it into the eye work all the time because eye problems are based on we don't have enough fluid there we're drying out mm-hmm. so when i bring that consciousness to the eye work it's groundbreaking um and this is just a little commercial plug i'm doing a class this weekend this saturday october 17th from 10 to 11 a.m mountain standard time and i'm going to be bringing in this fluid movement to the eye exercises Mm-hmm. People love it. They get rejuvenated in an hour. I mean, it's so profound to see the changes they sign up after mm-hmm. one, after the other, after the other.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm so inspired, Carol, that I'm actually putting out a health summit, an online health summit, mm-hmm. January, 2021. Mm-hmm. And I've invited seven of my, my colleague, mm-hmm. and it's all on eye health, holistic health, I'm an herbalist an acupuncturist a naturopath. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm going to bring this to my community and their community. You know, you see online summits all the time. I never see uh, a holistic eye summit. So I'm going to do that as well. So I'm really trying to educate people and say, Hey, there's another way.
1: Definitely. There's another way. And sometimes, you know, we take uh, the eyes for granted. You know, I always say something, we, um, if something happens to a part of our body, you know, like a heart attack, then we realize we have a heart, you know. But uh, our eyes are with us all the time, <laughs> even in our sleep. Right, rapid REM, rapid eye movement. I mean, they—they're all—they're—they are a part of us. Um, now, I'm I'm curious about water, Doctor Byrne. When the best way to clean to cleanse the eyes, you know, at nighttime, supposing the water is toxic in some areas.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, water is another whole level of study that I did with my energy, uh, my measure, energy measurement. Right. Um, and, you know, there's, it's very, very important that you, you, uh, you know, you want to have a pH more alkalinizing. Uh, so I use something called structured water where I have a filter that spirals the water. You spiral mm-hmm. it through a filter that actually creates more hydration. Mm -hmm. You know, this is where my eye drops, organic, work really well, organic sulfur, MSM, and I would stay with the 5%. I would use those before bed as an eye bath. They're great. They really help people. Again, if you've got toxicity in your water, you've got to do something about it. You don't want to put that in your eye. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: The eye has a microbiome just like the gut. Right. So you need to be very careful what you're putting into the eyes and know what's in your water. Mm -hmm. I would tend to use uh, some kind of natural eye drop uh, instead uh, because I think it's safer and Mm -hmm. it has more therapeutic value.
1: Mm, That makes sense. Yeah. Um, So we're picking up from you, obviously, Dr. Byrne, is that the eyes are so sensitive and so meaningful as far as who we are, spiritually, physically, mentally, psychologically. It's um, it certainly it seems as if we like you have an upcoming summit in January, which is great because we take the eyes for granted. And when I'm thinking of the psychology mm-hmm. of it, you know, we go to the eye doctor, and what are we going to the eye doctor for? Really, to, to look at the eyes, you know, and then see if we need prescription. but we're not looking at really the eyes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, what the doctor is looking for is disease. Right. And he'll find it, and then he'll say, Well, the you can do. There's no health or wellness uh, in that model whatsoever. It's just fear. Right. And, um, you know, look, I've, at this point, I've got thousands of testimonials of people who have been there, and the things they say to me of what they've been through. They've been bullied. They've been abused. They, uh-huh. they, they you know, and it's not everybody. Uh-huh. But, you uh-huh. know, um, they're not being seen and heard. If they, if they say, "Look, I, I read that if, uh, if I take vitamin C, uh-huh. it could actually improve lens health." Well, there's a really great research study that actually proved that. The UK did a study in 2016, which proved if you take a thousand milligrams of vitamin C, you have a 33 percent lower risk of the developing cataracts.
2: Mm-hmm. But if
0: your doctor says, ah, that's, lonely, you know, let's schedule you for the surgery. And you're like, "But well, wait a minute. My worldview is holistic. My worldview mm-hmm. is I don't want to do that. And then you're, you're met with, well, that's all there is. Of course, you're going to leave very disillusioned and uh, you know, frustrated, angry, mm-hmm. dissatisfied. So, uh, there, there are many ways to the top of the mountain, not just surgery right. and drugs.
1: Yeah, you know, and I just realized something. People, they might spend more time looking for, for a new eyeglass than, than, than studying the treatment yeah. of the eyes. You know what I'm saying? The holistic approach.
0: Okay. There, there's a fashion statement, which is fine. You know, there, that's okay. Right. Um, I think you have to come in with the attitude of, you know, I want to take care of my health. Right. I want to, you know, I'm looking more to wellness than I am to the fix-it model. right? Yeah, exactly.
1: So if you were going to, um, you certainly can't do it in a few minutes, but um, some words of wisdom, and you've given us so much already, any more words of wisdom uh, as far as the, 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 I'm looking at the quality of eyes, the spirit of the eyes, Dr. Sandberg. Yeah. Yes.
0: So three things, number one, get out into the sunlight 30 minutes every day. Don't Mm -hmm. be afraid of the sun. Mm -hmm. If you need to wear a hat, uh, do so. Mm -hmm. But natural sunlight is so important on a physical, emotional, spiritual level. So that's number one. Number two, when you do screen time, I want you to take a 10 minute break every hour. Make Mm -hmm. sure you drink a glass of water, get up and go outside, make sure your place is ventilated well. Uh, because the screen time is really debilitating your vision.
2: Mm. And
0: then the third thing is that Mm. the third thing is, is that make sure you eat a diet that has a lot of antioxidants. Mm -hmm. You know, when I first got into practice and I didn't have all the sophistication, I would counsel people eat better and -hmm. they'd come back and say, doc, my cataract away, my, my eyesight is getting better so food is medicine on many levels but if you've got an eye problem change your diet eat more naturally and uh, reduce your inflammation
2: mm-hmm. and
0: that will clear up your eyesight Sim- simple things so th- th- that's my prescription mm-hmm. for your for your community today Carol
1: well that's you know that's great and it's all natural you know and it's embracing more what we forget right. sunshine right you know. <laughs> We forget about sunshine uh, and thirty minutes of sunshine, and and just to feel the the, the radiance of it and what it, how it can uplift us as a human being, the spirit, is certainly nurturing the eyes as well. You know. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Sam Byrne, uh, holistic eye care Carol, practitioner. Thank you for uh, anytime. Yeah, you're you're. Any okay, we'll do it again sometime in the. Definitely, and I already have that in my mind, for sure.
0: Okay. I wish you well and wish your community well and take care. Enjoy the fall and uh, we'll see you down the road. See you down the road.
1: (laughs) All right. Thank you you so much. And that has been Dr. Sam And you've been listening to The Matter of the Heart. And I've been your host, Carol and www.thematteroftheheart.com, and you can listen to Dr. Sam Byrne on the website and on your favorite podcast player.
3: You're listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne, to learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsamburn.com. The Burn Method is a trademark signature of Dr. Sam Byrne for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Byrne's information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.